Hey, this is Dr. Rob Orman, and you are listening to Stimulus, a podcast that deconstructs ideas and strategies to live and work with intent. Don't just suck it up. Think differently. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Fair warning. There is a touch of profanity in this one. It's going to be just me, short monologue. And as some of you know, I live in Oregon. And right now, Oregon is burning, like much of the West Coast. Our city, akin to much of the state, is in a seemingly perpetual cloud of smoke that looks like a dense fog. It blocks out much of the sunlight. We are burning. And it's so emblematic as to how so much of this year has gone. A lot is burning in our world, some of it literally, some of it figuratively, our environment, our society, our culture, our relationships with each other. Often those relationships as expressed through social media, but then that bleeds into real life so easily and with increasing frequency. Violence and vitriol of the mind and the keyboard accelerate in their transition into violence of speech and body. And what does this have to do with the stimulus podcast? Well, part of our mission is to discuss how to live with intent, how to act with intent. And my ask with this is that you take a pause and ask yourself before acting on things, what is my intent in what I'm about to do? Let me use Twitter as an example as to how this might play out. I can't say that I'm a fan of social media, as most of you know, but it is a microcosm of life. And, you know, this can apply to any aspect of work, of family, of life, or whatever, but to Twitter. If you're on social media, which again, I don't encourage, but it is a reality of the moment, and you want to express an opinion or you want to respond to someone else's, what's your intent with that action? What do you hope will come from those actions? What's your intent? And what do you hope is going to come from that? Is it to get attention? Is it for people to realize how clever you are? All right, well, you know, whatever. So that's actually, that's a thirst that can never be quenched. Tasty at the moment, a nice little dopamine surge, but always a little bit more thirsty the next time. Relatively benign. Look at me, I'm eating a hand sandwich. But deeper than that, and more germane to this conversation, is your intent to inflame? Is it to express your anger and repulsion? A lot of what gets posted and a lot of what gets responded to is this. Both the post and then the reaction. They're both sanctimonious, self-righteous, and of course, consistently polarized. Just this moment, right before recording this, I looked at Twitter and I scrolled down just a few swipes and I saw, I don't know, five or 10 spats about COVID, masks, wildfires, science. There was little in the way of great information that's going to make my life better, that's going to make the lives of others better. It was more just cementing already galvanized views. It was, look at this dumbass thing. Nope, you're a dumbass for thinking that's dumb. Nope, you're an idiot for thinking that's good. And on and on. And these are healthcare professionals in these discussions. Doctors, nurses, paramedics, medical students. So if it's your intent to inflame or express your anger and repulsion, I'll say first that, you know, it's beautiful that you can do that. I mean, that we have the freedom of discourse. A lot of places in the world do not have that. But you're actually probably not as free as you think you are because social media algorithms more and more funnel to you news and information and opinion that is like you. 
And actually, to that point, if you're on social media, let me ask you this. How many people do you follow that are your polar opposites? The ones you think are completely out of their minds. Well, of course, they think you are completely out of your mind. I'm guilty of this too. I mean, it's hard to look at these things and you know, not feel a little bit and easy to dismiss what appear to be the rantings of a non-critical thinking zombie. So when you react to that person in anger, what is your intent? What do you hope will be the results of those words? It is surely not to persuade. Nope, it's not. You might think it is, but it's not. Deep down, you know it's not. Not how it's usually written and not in that form. More likely, it is a quasi-cognitive orgasmic release of fuck you. Look around. Look around now. How's that going? And here's an equally important question. What does that quasi-cognitive orgasmic release of fuck you do to you? Let me tell you what it did to me. And I'll tell you, Nietzsche had it so right when he said, whoever fights monsters should see to it that in the process that he does not become a monster. Years ago, I was involved in a legal action against a tenant of a property I was subletting and things got increasingly ugly. There were lawyers involved, and surely they fanned the flames. But both sides, one of them being my wife and me, both sides fanned the flames with anger and vigor. And then we would get an email from the tenant with something that we thought was completely preposterous and outrageous and usually filled with infective. And we would become so enraged, and we would respond in kind. And this went on for months. It kept me up at night. I would wake up early and I'd grab my phone first thing just to see what was the latest outrage and how could I respond with more outrage. And at the end of this, I felt like my insides were in tatters. Becoming a monster to fight a monster took a steep toll and it was a long recovery from that. I still think about it. And when anyone ever mentions that, I kind of get those feelings back. So since then, Whenever in a potentially confrontational interaction, whatever the arena, I first ask, why is this person acting this way? Why are they coming at it from this angle? Because maybe they have a valid point. It might not be my point, but it might be a valid point. And maybe my first reaction could be more skillful than meeting outrage with yet more outrage. And then when I respond, I try to ask myself, not always effectively, try to, what is my intent with this response? If I see, if I look inside and I see that my intent is to destroy and belittle and crush, then some of those same things will undoubtedly happen to me as well. When you poison, you also get a taste of it. Nobody wants to be taken advantage of and nor should you let yourself be taken advantage of, but responding to a situation can equally happen with wisdom and kindness and genuine curiosity as it can with hatred and anger and outrage. The first one can be harder, but oftentimes when I feel that way, if I you know pause and I look inside and I feel like, okay, I'm wanting to respond with anger here. I'll think of this Martin Luther King quote that I actually saw chiseled into the side of a building. And I used to ride my bike by that building all the time. It's that darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And there's no way that you're not going to get angry and that you're not going to feel affronted. That's the human condition. Let's not deny that that is real. But if you can recognize 
that. If you can recognize anger and take a pause before reacting and ask yourself before responding, take a pause before reacting and ask before responding, what is my intent here? This kind of thing is a work in progress. It is a lifetime pursuit, responding in a skillful way, especially when you feel aggrieved. And like any skill needs to be practiced, it needs repetition. What is my intent? If you've come to this podcast, then you are at least curious about this type of thinking. And many of you I know are already excellent at this. I learned from you and you bring thoughtfulness and a beautiful redirection to conversations that could otherwise deteriorate into the muck. But regardless of who you are, I don't think that there's anyone who couldn't benefit from a pause of asking yourself, what is my intent? That's it for today. We'll see you next Sunday with our regularly scheduled episode. Until then, stay safe, be well, and keep on rocking.